We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Let's just start this hour off with a congratulations to you, Adrian. Whoa, what happened? We got renewed for a second hour. We still here. It's always a moment-to-moment proposition, people. Lindsay, mm. we're new media, and we're going to be here. Mm-hmm. New media. You got to be here to be new. You got to be current to be new, you know? These are facts. Sorry, I'm in my... I, every time I say new media, I kind of get... Very hyped up and very tense. Are you a Warriors super fan now? No, 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 no. I just, I'm a part of, we're a part of new media. Mm. And that's a bond that can't even be broken through sports. No. You're you're an absolute factual human being right now. Like Jay-Z said, put me anywhere on this planet. I'm going to get you to a crypto place so (laughs) so I I can get a cut of it, basically, right? (laughs) I'll always be a part of new media. Seriously. It was kind of cute seeing him at the game last week with his daughter, Blue. It's so like, And everybody was like, how is she this old already? I'm like, this is what happens. Time keeps going and kids grow up. Yeah, no, it's a, it's, listen, it's a thing. She looks exactly like Beyonce, too. Over the weekend, Juan Encarn, or Edwin Encarcion, I can't say his last name as a Hispanic. Oh, my God. Edwin Encarcion. I still feel like I pronounced it incorrectly. I am a terrible Puerto Rican mom. I'm so sorry. I'll talk to you after the well, show. Siento. I thought he hit a grand slam over the weekend. I saw like I saw the the ticker on Fox Sports because, ladies and gentlemen, we said at the beginning of the show, welcome back to the Playmakers, by the way. Baseball? Is it back? Stop. This is like fetch. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Stop <laughs> trying to make baseball happen. You don't get that joke because you still haven't seen Mean Girls. I'm not watching Hustle until you watch Mean Girls. Okay, that's fair. So I'll have to watch it because I really want to see You should watch it tonight because your kid's still overseas, right? What responsibilities do you have? It's just like yeah. a quick, what, 96 minutes? I've got things to do. Well, Edwin, his son hit a grand slam, and I thought it was him, and I'm like, I'm not. You're not. I'm not time ready. Machine. Things are happening. People are growing. So shout out to Blue Ivy. So yeah, it was cool to see her be like, yo, she a full grown, almost a teenager. Even Riley, Riley Curry herself. Riley got a proposal in the parade yesterday. If you look at the still shots of, of Aisha <laughs> and Steph, they're not pleased. Way to tease. <laughs> yes. Teasing uh, the look back at the weekend coming up. Hour 37 separates you from the knowledge tree that is Mean Girls. Just so you know. Hour and 37? An hour and 37 minutes. Oh, okay. So That's night, it. Okay. That's it. That's where, all where you got to do. Uh, do you have that app on your phone where you have to find something? Like, where is it no, streaming? No, I usually just Google it. Let me look. Yeah, that one, girl streaming. Is it like watchvideo.com it's or something like that? Oh, it's on Amazon. But you, so you got to purchase it or is it on like yeah. the actual? 
No, it's on Prime. It says premium subscription. You can buy it off of YouTube. You can buy it at Paramount Plus. You can get it with the prescription. Oh, Paramount Plus. There we go. Yep. Yeah, I'll well, do it. You watch um, Yellowstone yet? You and no, the Cowboys? Not in the, I'm not into the Cowboys, the team, or... I mean, I'm into Woody, I guess. Yeah. That's pretty much as far as it goes. I actually really like that show because I think it's a really... I mean, I'm not saying it, it, it's a good depiction of what relations are between, like people who settled up there and like indigenous populations and stuff but it's yeah. one of the first shows where i've seen that actually explored and so i really appreciate um any media that's willing to tell stories that we have often buried beneath our history books i do know paramount's going all in on it because isn't there like a seat i think there's oh a couple yeah 1883 we, we've, we've, we've used quotes like our first week half of it was 1883 quotes it's genius. And then they're making another one on top of that. It's going to be the new, it's the Marvel, but with Cowboys. It's Montana. <laughs> I'm not I'm not mad at it. It serves no, a purpose. It's fascinating. A community. And Beth Dutton is one of the best TV characters going right now. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to watch this show and you need to, like, she is goals. Maybe not as vengeful for me, but, like, I respect her. I and, respect her a lot. And it may be a tad bit confusing, so just to clarify with the people, we are Playmakers Plus. You can watch... 1883 and Yellowstone on Paramount. Correct. Plus. No relation to either, between either. Also a new South Park special called Streaming Wars that Cow. deals with kind of the, the issues in this region between Utah, New Mexico, us, mm-hmm. Colorado, and, and some of the water, which of course they call Streaming Wars to tease obviously yep. all the streaming options and TV. Absolutely brilliant. That is brilliant. That's been your review of the week. That's what you should watch. Social commentary. <laughs> very, very important. We try to achieve something similar here uh, but certainly less production value. But what we do every Tuesday is uh, Adrian and I explore the the multiple intersectionalities that we kind of inhibit uh, that most other people in our positions don't. And we figured, you know what, this is a great place to be an example for a high level conversation about some tough level co- uh, subjects. This is America. Don't get you slipping now. God, I love Childish Gambino. I need to catch up on Atlanta. I've only watched one season of it, and it was fantastic, and then I, like, just kind of forgot about it. But you said there's up to four? Yeah, so they're on season, or is it season three? It's either season three that just happened or four. FX property. Yeah, you can catch it on Hulu. It's actually confusing because the final two seasons they shot at the same time back-to-back because they're like, oh. That's right, there was a disruption. That's why I kind of went away from it. Yeah, and they all realized, like, oh, we're amazing, highly touted celebrities and actors now so we need yeah. to film this one we can because we're not going to have another chance that last episode of season one in that waiting room man yeah it's it's man. phenomenal i will say the new season that just dropped was very very trippy and and artistic and it's crazy we talked about it before the show half of the episodes in the season were based on just random stories with none of the main characters involved like okay. alternate world. Just kind of just uh, offshoot. Yeah. yeah. The other ones were the main characters. And could you imagine doing that after being gone for four years and everyone wanting to see your show? Very, very. Cojones. Yeah, cojones to make that decision. But I thought it turned out great. Some people were off put, but I liked it. People yeah. got to be creative he, in these days. He, Donald Glover. Glover, Glover? <laughs> Glover. 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 It's bad. I'm bad at pronunciations. <laughs> um. He's he is a true renaissance creator. I think he he has been allowed to inhibit a lot of different mediums and 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 has found success 
But I think he doesn't find that success without having that wherewithal because I think what, what really put it into overdrive was Atlanta because he was a great rapper and, and he and he talks about heavy themes. Like he's not just there to, to spit rhymes and, and with heavy beats and stuff like that. But like he's one of those, he's kind of like Kendrick. Well, he'll analyze. He's, he's trying to hold up some sort of a, of a mirror to what's going on. I mean, that's what true art is, right? But I always wonder about like what permisses Donald versus you know, another artist, or if you're talking about like, who's truly allowed to create freely? Because when we have artists that we love, we have expectation of them, right? Because they put out something that we've connected with and we, we, we want it to be new, but we want it to be the same as it was last time. But in the last week, we've had two huge drops from some of the biggest artists in all of music, Drake and Beyonce. And both of them are exploring a type of beat that they usually don't and it's interesting to me how the reaction was comparatively for Drake and his house album and Beyonce and her one single that has house themes and I haven't listened to any of either and I'm an EDM person and so I figured, and we heard what Dom said last yeah, week yep which I don't remember what did he say he basically said that this is music you'll hear at express it's not my vibe yeah. and it might not be his vibe but ultimately you have to stay alive. You have to survive. And for that, you have to create something that's probably going to connect with a new audience. And there's a lot of young people that are super into the house music. They're super into the EDM. I, I, I'm a zillennial. Like, I, I'm right in there. So I figured, let's let's do a, let's do a, a cut from each. Which one do you want to do yeah, first? Yeah, so let's start off with Drake, who's on pace to sell 250K first week. Here's Drake's new album. That was called Sticky, Drake's new album, called Honestly Nevermind. Mm -hmm. Probably titled that for a reason. Correct. Oh, let's play Beyonce's. <laughs> Beyonce's? Hold on. And that was called Break My Soul from Beyonce, a new single coming off the album that drops at the end of July. So you still got to wait a little bit. So I'm absolutely adding that Beyonce song. Yeah, called Break My Soul. So you're, you've been in radio before the sports part. You're, you're a hip-hop radio guy. Yeah, for about six, seven years. Which one sounds better to you? Uh, to me, with my preference of just, just hip-hop, I would probably go, I'd probably listen more to Drake more often. Mm-hmm. Although I'm a huge, and I've grown into it's just a different environment. Like right now, if we're outside, 
if we're eating in the patio or at some restaurant right. or some porch, I'd rather play the Beyonce for that moment. Yeah. The club, though, on the flip, if we're going to the club later at night, I'd rather hear Sticky at the moment. I feel like Drake is like a sample guy, right? When Whenever people like do the transitions in the club, like they'll take a line from his and they'll do like a 30-second thing and then that, that's how they do it. And and maybe that's what Drake has in mind when, when making that album. Like the beat's okay. Like I like Beyonce's a lot better. But it's more about the creative chance that both of them are taking, right? It's more about giving us as consumers – Something that we wouldn't expect from them. And how much more we come after certain artists. Like, coming from hip-hop. Like, Drake has Drake has always been kind of like sad boy hip-hop, right? He's been in his feelings. And that was kind of a departure from what, when he was starting to come up in, like, 2006, 2007 with, uh, was it Take Care was his mixtape? Uh, or Yeah, Take Care Take was Care. the first album. and That bit. And, and how big of a departure that was for most rap and hip-hop at that time, which was pretty much F money, get bitches, might, right? Or other way around. Yeah, it's, it's a f- yeah, it was a little south at the time, right? Because that was the rise of well, Wayne. Uh, yeah, which Lil Wayne, the Carter Three, 100%. Yep, and, and I think we, it wasn't that far of a step out, and people really gravitated towards him. But then he started to morph a little bit, and now I feel like he's more of a disruptor, and people aren't gravitating towards that because it's something that is so far outside what we would classify as hip-hop rapper music you know do you get what i'm saying yeah but i kind of i'd push back against that in terms of before this project and why like and i said honestly never mind to me it signifies like oh he knows that a certain portion of his audience especially the hip-hop portion Mm -hmm. that just strictly listens to hip-hop isn't going to like it for for these past like you could say three or four projects, he wanted to get off of his label because he wanted to be he wanted to run his own. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the reasons why they were coming out constantly. Taking power back. And there's been this huge thing in music where everything is so the algorithm controls every type of entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. He's tried to fill in these boxes because he knows that that would sell. So basically, what I'm trying to say is, for the longest, there's been some critiques. That he wasn't challenging himself musically, mm-hmm. which is why with the algorithm. Yeah, and yeah. there's and there's and there's like a bigger argument with like there's not enough music that makes you feel. It all feels like all of this is formulated right. to fit into these certain type of boxes, no matter what style you're taking. Right. So for me, whether it's Beyonce or Drake, it, it but the the difference in their audiences and how they received the songs that they dropped, they were kind of a departure. Is I appreciate that Drake took a chance because I was not expecting. We talked about this album dropping because it was a sudden surprise that Drake was dropping. He gave like a two-day warning. Right. And you asked me and I said I was expecting Drake to do the hippity hop thing because Kendrick and J. Cole had dropped. Mm-hmm. And being a being a hip-hop fan is like being a sports fan and I want this to be competitive and I want them to go bar for bar to see who's truly the best. And Drake said, nah, I'm going to go on a different wavelength. And sometimes it doesn't get received well because even the Weekends album, Dawn FM, that dropped earlier, mm-hmm. or at was it? I believe it was this year that that uh, the weekend's album dropped. Like there was a lot of criticisms for him too, and he kind of had this house and 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 very funky a, a funk type vibe. And it's so um, weird because both of those guys kind of inhibit that that between because they're not quite like like the weekend's different because he's like pop star more more, yeah. but like 
there's Ken, if you're looking at like the spectrum of there's like Kendrick Lamar who's really like exploring some really heavy themes and then there's kind of like I don't want to call it like junk rap but there where it's a lot more about the beat it's about the viscerality of it it's about rep- repetition it's about improv it's about you know all of that I think of like Migos like where, where it just it puts you in a vibe it puts you in a trance almost but then you're like well, well where's Drake like where's Drake in the middle of this and that's where it's like Drake Lil Nas X even Beyonce like I wouldn't classify those artists as people that are like big mirror reflector artists like Beyonce with Lemonade do you remember how many people are like how dare you go down this road because she was scared she was not she was purposefully staying more catering towards I think her white audience by not exploring racial themes and tones because once what was the song uh it where she shot the video down in New Orleans I'm sorry I'm blinking but I know what you're talking about yeah and and it was in like 2016. This is like right at the height of of all the stuff that was going on politically. And and I remember everybody was like, it was such a statement for her to have a scene in that video where there were kids with their hands up standing up in front of cops. And how big, much of a departure that was because Beyonce was just marketed as, as, a, as a pop star, but not necessarily a black pop star. You know what I mean? And yeah. we have a tendency to do that to artists. And... and and to passing artists to say that, and I, I know I'm I'm really I'm 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 tap dancing around a concept that I can't fully understand because I'm white, but I, I've based off of what I've studied and the conversations that I've had, I can empathize with feeling like you you can't be your full self because that's not what's going to sell, that's not what's going to be popular, and what that does to the artist. And then when you follow those steps, oh, this is what you want. And then you have the audacity to take a step out and do something that's meaningful, like actual art instead of stuff that's, we know what the consumers want. So we're going to give the consumers what they want rather than just making what I want. I call it a refill. Exactly. Refill your drink with the same soda you just got. Right. And I think this is a, a further rotation in this revolution because now you can't always be the mirror up to society. Like even when was the last time Kendrick Lamar released an album? How many years Five did he take off? And and some people it's about repetition. Some people it, it's about that depth. But regardless, I think the the vitriol that has been sent towards Drake, that has been sent somewhat to Beyonce, we can't, we don't really know yet because it hasn't been out long enough. You're like, why why do you have such a problem with him making a house album? Like what what's truly your motivation? Be like, I don't like this. Is it because it doesn't fit the mold, I, or is it because it doesn't fit the mold that you've made up in your head about this artist that you've liked before, and you're just kind of going through that normal? Well, they're not doing what they always do. Well, I just think that sometimes people, just like I talk about social media, and you can make the world that you live in. Just like music, you can stay in one genre. So for people that are stuck on just hip-hop specifically or the expectation of what that means Mm -hmm. and they're not necessarily evolved or branch out or listen to other types of music, because the one thing I do want to make clear is you can say that you don't like this, but in terms of it being quote-unquote house music, like it's very quality. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just a difference of you don't necessarily like it. It's not that it's bad. And I also think another thing that Drake takes into consideration is first and foremost— I've said it three times already. It being called Honestly Nevermind. He dropped one of the first merch shirts, which is the Take Care album cover. And over it is a font that says, I liked your old stuff better. And if you're reading, and then in the back, if you're reading this, Honestly Nevermind. So he's playing to that. But he also realizes that music's different. If he wants, he can drop something else next week. He did talk about, 
I'm dropping a, a Scary Hours EP, which last year he dropped like six songs, very hip hop based with Little Baby and Gunna yeah. and all these different artists. Because consumers are different. They yeah. want they want different shades of things. Yeah, and he's opening up his box and he can do whatever he wants. And then Beyonce's, you talk about Lemonade, that was a trendsetter because that mm-hmm. was the first album that dropped with no expectation. No one knew in any type of genre of music, Beyonce was the first when she dropped Lemonade. And then it was the next Super Bowl with Formation and dressed up like the Black Panthers. That that was Formation. And doing that at the Super Bowl halftime. Unbelievable video. So some of these people are trend centers, but on the flip side, sometimes it's disappointing. Like for me, I'm a huge fan of Logic. Mm -hmm. Some people don't like Logic because of, they're like, hey bro, we get it. You're biracial. Mm -hmm. Or you're, you're talking about this, that, and the third. He just dropped an album last week. It is the most hippity hoppiest album he's ever done. Some of the features, everything is like to the core and the essence of hip hop. You know what he was doing last year? He was in a show with Joseph Gordon-Levitt called Mr. Corman, and he released some songs that's about like a guy that makes music in his in his garage. Yeah, and my my point being in the album is that like this is what people complained, and this is what they wanted. Yeah. He dropped it. It only served, it only sold 38k over the weekend. Right. Granted, Drake dropped, Beyonce dropped. Yep. Bad timing. But it's just like, yo, what do you guys want other than I love to complain? Right. Ultimately, art is what you want it to be. It's perspective and preference for me, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and some <laughs> for some reasons, like we don't know always why we like what we like. But I think the reasoning we look for um things that don't necessarily fit and we try to figure out why they don't fit. And instead of just figuring out why they don't fit, just accept that they don't fit and see that as a good thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's a good thing. Like, even if this isn't a good album for Drake or even if Beyonce doesn't, I don't think she's going to do a whole house album. But even if she does, like, it's not about whether or not you find success. It's about what this trajectory does for you going forward. Because this might be the step to the next album that might be the greatest work that either of them ever have ever done. And just like kind of our, <laughs> the the ethos of our show it's okay to get different perspective voices Correct. or sounds in your life. I'm just saying. Correct. It actually makes us better and it causes conversations that what? are different than what we are usually doing, which is usually exhausting. Have you checked the Twitter? All right. Let's move on. Kyrie, best fits. And I'm not talking about clothes. 1140 the bet. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Lindsey, you got to love the vibes. I do, especially if we can hear the drop. There we go. I love it. I love to hear it. This is how we start our week since we were off yesterday. Uh, Welcome back to the Playmakers, and it is time. For news according to Adrian, brought to you by the Bet Las Vegas Twitter account, where you can find the greatest not only audio, but video and text content from the Playmakers. Nowhere else in the world can you find it better at the Bet Las Vegas on Twitter. So, our news is, I guess, a bit of a clarification from Uber Fact on Twitter. A person from Las Vegas is called a Las Vegan. That's been your news according to Adrian, brought to you by Adrian Hernandez. That we're Las Vegans. We're Las Vegans. Isn't apparently. it Las Vegans? I I, I don't listen, say Las Vegas. I like saying Las Vegas. I don't want to be a vegan. I, I'm really not interested. It Things seems like a meanings. miserable existence, to be honest. I get it. Like some people have to do that. Some people want to do that because they don't want to 
eating certain things, but it just seems like an absolute disaster of a lifestyle. True. And, and now we kind of have another meaning for it. It just means like, no, nah, I eat meat. I'm just from Vegas. <laughs> right. I'm a Las Vegan. Thank you, Uber Fact. You think if uh, we had an NBA team, which we will eventually, that we would be at the front of the line to uh, perhaps retain Kyrie Irving's services? Oh, my God. Trista Crick talks about him being the best show on on the court and all that. Stephen A. Smith says the same thing. It's it's marvelous to to watch in person. It's kind of like the few times I've been to professional hockey, hockey games, the speed of the game. Yeah. Or you go to a baseball game and you realize that, like, or there was over the weekend – they had a like a GoPro on an umpire's helmet, mm. so you really saw. And someone quote tweeted the the at bat where this guy strikes out, and he's like, "I'm glad this is out, so you guys can understand that these dudes are really trying to hit a bullet out of the air, right? Because those how guys it are is. trying to judge the bullet while the other <laughs> thing is trying to get bulleted out of the air. And and in that same respect, their fascination, like to see Kyrie go off. I, I've been able to see it once or twice in my in my life in person, but you know. Now he only plays once or twice every couple of days, so it's one of those Kyrie things. Kyrie is singular. Kyrie is transcendent in a way. And the thing is, is that ultimately I think he's a decent dude. Like, I think his heart is in the right place. He does a lot of philanthropic work. He's a very self-reflective dude. Yes, he has said the earth is flat. Yes, he hasn't gotten vaccinated. But, like, you know, for the most part, I when people are coming from the right place, even if they don't necessarily get to the right conclusion – it just seems like a different – it's a different level for me. But I'm not going to lie. Like, his propensity to, like, not show up is kind of bothersome. Like, it, it, it seems almost, like, avoidant in a way. And so, for me, if I'm Brooklyn, the only reason why I'm still doing business with this guy is because if I don't, as I said with Trista earlier, I think they look like abject failures. The amount of time and money and just everything well, that they've put into this team to let him walk away, I, I think would look way worse. But the thing is that Kyrie himself might want to walk away. And maybe he'd be better suited for it, honestly. What do you think? According to Shams, uh, by the way, so over the weekend, the report, uh, basically the Nets have until June 29th uh, to pick up his $36.9 million dollar player option for next season and if not the Lakers Knicks and Clippers are expected to be among interested suitors now when it comes to the Nets and my thoughts on this whole situation it's one of these deals similar to the Browns and Deshaun Watson you guys gave Kevin Durant James Harden and Kyrie Irving and you gave Kyrie first the keys to the kingdom and let them do even in an era with superstars and people knowing what they can do when LeBron was on the Cavs and they were giving out season tickets to best friends, this, that, and the third, you guys went beyond any of this in terms of the things that you allowed and gave these three superstars Mm -hmm. because you wanted them desperately. You were moving to Brooklyn, new arena, new jerseys. Let's get our imprint in this league. So for then you guys to pull the brakes and be like, uh, no, 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 no. We actually, we can't do that no more. Like, what do you expect? Of course the other person is kind of going to want to fight for the things that he was already provided for. So right. this this stop, this should have stopped or not happened at the beginning. This is so what happens when you permiss everything. Yeah, you don't backtrack now. Yep. And also, it, it's it's the same thing I said when James Harden was traded. To me, it's so insane that no one has come in and said, hold on, everybody. This is an unprecedented situation. Players get hurt. 
this COVID thing and this pandemic and you not getting a, a shot to let us play or whatever, you have all rights. Everyone needs to relax and see this through. It is literally 10 years ago today is when Miami won its first championship with LeBron, mm. which was the last time James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Russell Westbrook were on the team together. And for them not to see that through, it's just like, that's a forewarning. Don't let this happen. Like, cooler heads can prevail, or at least I hope. So if it's not Brooklyn, what team do you think he fits Ugh. best with from, like, the team's perspective? Like, you, we know the motivations of the Lakers, right? They're, you want to talk about desperation. Get LeBron back with his boy. Be great. Get a point guard that isn't Russell Westbrook because apparently he is the omen that causes all their problems, which I don't agree with. But are they the best fit, do you think? Lindsay, I'm, I'm being 100% honest. I think he's still staying in Brooklyn. But to answer this question, to me, it'd be the Clippers. Really? Yeah. Why? I mean, they have they have Kawhi coming back. They have Paul George. They competed last year without Kawhi and with 20% of Paul George and what he can provide. Uh, and also some of the pieces, I know they're, they're trying to let go of Reggie Jackson, and they have a couple couple more pieces that are more tradable. Like the situation with with the Lakers and for them to acquire them, it's a significant, it's the most difficult transaction to happen in terms of how the, the hands of the Lakers are tied in trying to make these moves. Yeah. So to me, not only just competitively, like the Clippers were already going to be a contender next year, mm-hmm. them at full health and with Reggie Jackson, you put Kyrie in there, which also you should be Ballmer said right now. You think would take that gamble? You think he'd approve it? Uh, I, I think so. Because at the end of the day, it, it, it's kind of mesmerizing. Remember when you're like, how could Jalen Rose vote for Kyrie mm-hmm. Irving to be all NBA? It's kind of these things where, the, where these dudes that have been around the league and have played against the greats, to see him, it, it's mesmerizing. Mm-hmm. And it's why some of these things are allowed. And in your head, okay, this COVID stuff, it's not going away. But to them, it's going away, quote unquote. So the expectation for him to actually be there. And he's not on this starting pitcher schedule of one every five games mm-hmm. or the or, or whatever the case may be. If he's going to be able to be there day in and day out, or at least for the most part, and play up to 60 games or more. Do you think he's working out all this summer? Do you think he's training hard? Because there's something to be said about not, like I said when they were going into the playoffs, to expect this team to just gel and then beat teams that have been working with, with another for months is ridiculous. But then you also have to look at it like from the health aspect. Like Kyrie's not playing as many games. His feet aren't hitting the hardwood as much. And his, like I went hiking with Engineer Dan the other day, and he said his feet hurt because he usually doesn't go hiking. That's what like if you're not exposed to it, your body's not going to be able to hold up as long. How do you how do you think Kyrie approaches this off season? Do you think he's balls to the wall? Yeah, I think he just does it quietly. Like he's not going to be one of these dudes in the uh, that's doing the open gyms in the off season in L.A. That Carmelo and LeBron and you know every off season you see these clips go viral. Like for someone to question his ability on the court, I'm like this dude. Not questioning that at all. Well, in terms I'm of the like motor, not the gas. Well, for for me, the the motor was there last year. Even with with the the few times like he he hadn't played in weeks, he shows up to Orlando. Granted, it's the Magic. And drop sixty efficiently, the most efficiently in That's NBA true. history, and and there was multiple performances like that, forty point games from Kyrie. Uh, and I will say, addressing some of these rumors, the one thing I don't want to see is I have no interest to see this guy in the Knicks jersey. Like I, I want to see this dude be able to play at. 
the top of the league against some of these top yeah, he teams. Want, he, he doesn't want to play for a team that's still figuring out exactly which way is up. Who yeah. do the Knicks need to get? Uh, a lot of pieces. <laughs> they, a they, lot of what? A lot of pieces, excuse me. Okay. Um, and, and they do, it's just, to me, honestly, it's like the whole team. And it's a weird thing because, you know, they want to get rid of Kemba Walker. Uh, they're going to try to get rid of New Orleans, Noel, uh, Alex Burks, a lot, Evan Fournier, a lot of these other dudes. But then there's rumors that they're trying to re-sign Mitchell Robinson, which to me contradicts. Like, are you trying to let go of these pieces to start a new you just keeping a few so that the money's tied up. On well, how many people want to go work for Tibbs and play that many minutes, and how many people's bodies can withstand those minutes, considering what this league has been the last couple of years? Because we, like, we're not going to be able to really tell the impact of COVID, obviously, when we're still in the blast zone. But in terms of the schedule disruption and a lot of these injuries that athletes are suffering, I'm like, I think a lot of it has to do with that disruption where you're all of a sudden playing a ton of games in a short amount of time. And it's just out of that rhythm that you've you've it's been a part of your life, your entire life. Right. And then you have coaches like Tibbs that literally run their players into the ground, play them every damn minute. Like it's you have to have specific types of personalities with that, too. And even that the front office is confused with Tibbs. And still, Jackson's arguing, still running things? <laughs> no, but Thank like God. some of Tibbs' players aren't on that roster with the GM and what CAA wants because they run the Knicks now, which is not why. not that many Bulls players out there still that are not that many players that have been successful because most of them are retired. Yeah, and then their their big catch that I think is a little bit more realistic, and I still don't think it's going to happen this offseason because I think Utah's going to do it one more year, is Donovan Mitchell. Uh, it was fascinating yeah. when Utah was in Dallas – um, in in the first round of the playoffs, Utah was very upset because some of the Knicks players, some of the front office, they were front row watching that game. And they're like, what are they doing here? Why are they like talking to Donovan? So the Knicks need a lot of help. And please, Kyrie, don't go there. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I think Kyrie stays in Brooklyn and cooler heads prevail. It's the smartest play. It is the smartest play, and it's the one that preserves the most amount of ego, and I think that's why usually that's the direction that we tend to go because that's the thing that protects us. That's the thing we present most to this world and uh, is most concerned with those Maslow hierarchy of needs, although I feel like most of these guys have those met with the millions of dollars. Regardless, still conversation to be had. Stuff we missed this weekend and an update on the NHL awards. Shockingly, some of my predictions are coming true. I'm for the bet. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. I've spent way too much of my day talking about baseball already, guys, so we're not going to be doing that at this particular juncture. But I would like to fill everybody in on some NHL awards that are coming down from this weird banquet room. I don't know where they are, but Igor Shosturkin, the net miner for the New York Rangers, received 29 first place votes and takes home the, his first Vesna trophy in just his third season, uh, almost 100 points ahead of one Jakob Markstrom from the Calgary Flames. Salute, Igor. Yeah, Congrats. Huge fan called that about eh, January. Calder, which was almost like invalid in my mind because Tanner Janot was not really uh, nominated, at least in the top three. He placed seventh in voting. I think that he is a huge reason why Nashville was – uh, so successful this year. Also, UC Soros, clearly. But Moritz Sider, young defenseman from the Detroit Red Wings. You're going to want to keep an eye on this guy. But he edges out Trevor Zegris, which I'm sure many people will say, well, the people didn't vote for him because they don't like what he's doing in the game of hockey. Probably true. Probably you, true. You hate to see that. I do hate to see that. And it's uh, counterintuitive to our game. I think he's great for his game, but... Uh, John Tortorella would probably say otherwise. Austin Matthews wins the Ted Lindsay Award. So we haven't gotten to the Hart Trophy quite yet or the uh, Norris Trophy either, which goes to the top defense. But I'm guessing that Kale McCarr will take that one home. Um, but the Ted Lindsay Award is voted uh, most outstanding player by NHLPA voters versus Hart. I think it's a different voter base. But I would expect – um, Austin to probably take home the Hart Trophy as well. He's scored 50 goals, at least 50 goals. I forget what his final total was, but he was like the fourth Maple Leaf ever to do that. And when you make when you break records like that, or you just put yourself on lists on teams like that, usually that's going to go in your favor at the ballot box. Just saying. And so. if anything, if, any, if anything happens while I run down what happened this weekend. We got the breaking news. That's true. We do. And all the breaking news are brought to us by BetQL. Smart Bet. Start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. So what happened? And as we go over this weekend, uh, I want to start off with uh, the Draymond Green and Kendrick Perkins beef. I should probably learn how to talk on the radio. Kendrick Perkins. (laughs) Yeah, the Kendrick Perkins beef. And I just got 11 words for you. Audio courtesy of the Draymond Green podcast and also new media. If you know the game of basketball, basketball will give you enough to talk about. The problem is all of these people talking about basketball that don't know basketball. And so what do you do? You chase controversy. The new media, we don't do that. Mm. That's why you see J.J. Reddick flourishing. Mm. That's why you see C.J. McCollum flourishing. Mm. That's why you see me flourishing. (laughs) We don't do that. We simply talk the game that we know and embrace it, teach. That's what these spots are about. How do you teach the game? How do you teach the fans the game? These people that think they know the game of basketball but don't really know. How does J.J. Reddick go up there and teach the game? That's the new media. Mm. You got fools like Kendra Perkins come dressing like a clown. Come up here in a, a jail suit. 
and then you lead the game early tonight. Stand on your word, brother. You got to stand on that. It's one thing's for certain. I'm going to stand on mine. Full-time champ. I'm out. Oh, I'm so jealous he got to do a mic drop. Lindsay, when we win the Marconi, yeah. I swear to you. You paying for our nomination? <laughs> somebody. That's how those awards work. Somebody pay is. to play, baby. <laughs> Whatever the case. You don't just give those out because you're great. A, a mic drop is going to happen, and uh, hopefully, you know, someone covers the the the, the price to uh, be nominated. But, yeah, I felt like I needed to play that. That was the the two minutes of the 40-minute championship podcast that didn't have a cuss word. So then that's the <laughs> clip that we get. Uh, we move on from that. To this story that I'm trying not to laugh at, and, and everyone is okay in this situation, but this did happen over the weekend. A helicopter delivering a heart from San Diego to an L.A. hospital for a transplant crashed. Luckily, the firefighters were able to save the organ. Thank and in goodness. fact, they got the organ and they gave it to the doctor. Unfortunately, the doctor that was carrying it tripped over something and dropped the heart on the ground. Five-second rule does apply. Yep. And the heart was okay, and they were able to do the surgery and everything. It was just a crazy sequence of events. Isn't that wild? It's just like five-second rule. But, like, literally, how many times do you think that's happened? And just knowing how tough it is to find organs. Like, I've watched a lot of Grey's Anatomy people. Like, I know. Yeah, we're talking about, like, this is a hard organ. You like, got to – you got the, the fact they were doing, like, budget cuts because usually you would have a person travel with said organ and then they, they become basically, like, the courier, the handoff. And they were, they started putting them on planes without people. And it was just like, what are we doing? Yeah, you got to be That's super, wild. Do you a, imagine? You're like, yeah, we dropped your heart on the ground before we put it in you, though. Sorry. Yeah, you definitely – Let us know if you have any problems. <laughs> take the little dirt on it. Don't even let them know. Dude. Luckily, everything was okay. Oh, Kale McCarr won the Norris. What do you know? Salute to Kale. Yep. Shout out to my guy. Thing, so I'm guessing it's in Tampa. Because I don't think they're flying him anywhere for the night in between Stanley Cup Final Game 3 and 4. He's giving fist bumps to these kiddos. I guess that makes sense, the host city of whenever the game is, to do it there. I have two hockey jerseys in my possession. One of them is Jonathan Quick. Actually, I have three. One of them is Jonathan Quick. The other is Zach Parisi, and one of them is Kale McCarr. So I need to get me a hockey jersey. Yeah, we got to figure out which I'm one you want. You want a Panthers one? I want a red Florida Panthers. That color scheme, ooh, crazy. Yeah. We'll have to figure out, like, which person probably fits. I mean, like, Barkoff is, like, a good— A Barky? A, a Barky. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm I, like, rock- I like Huberto, but it's just, like, it's a long nameplate, you know? I, I, I'm I'm thinking Barky. You think Barky? We'll talk about the this C? later. Yes, yeah. you know me. Well, don't get uh, don't get um, um one of their net miners because he's probably gonna get traded. Yeah, Sp- no Spencer Knight. No, get Spencer Knight. Don't get the other guy. Okay. I've already forgot his name. That's how irrelevant he is. Oh, look at look at me in the nose. I love when I know something about hockey that you don't Minnesota or don't Wild remember. Pick Spencer Knight, and they chose not to. I will never forgive them for that. Now we 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 did a story on L.A. and what happened with the heart, and now we got to go to the East heart. Coast to Boston. Uh, and no, I'm not talking about Meg, but this is probably one of Meg's friends, courtesy. Of our Odyssey friends, W-E-E-I, who interviewed Bill Burr over the weekend. Oh, Billy? And just uh, some radio excellence Throw happened. Oh, over there? Let's take a listen. But you have a different perspective because mm. you played with the guy. So, oh, no, I, mean, I'm a, I was a Pats fan, you know, and but, I loved the team. But and you I thought, went and played other places. Yeah, like I you understand went, that. You went to the Vikings after, you You went right. to Carolina after He's the Patriots. California. He was never a mass hole. Oh, well, he was, he was, uh, <laughs> it's uh, not like the end of the game, he was going, what's going on, dude? You know, we had a good one out there, right? He was our he transplant, Mass Hole. 
Huh? He was our transplant mass hole. He went on Saturday Night Live. He did his Boston accent. He was on every Boston movie made with Mark Wahlberg. Mark. Wait, so everybody that does a Boston accent Man. has to be from Boston? No, forever? but I mean, you know, I always thought the guy was going to retire here and this was, you know, he's going to lay down his roots here and his kids would go to school here. Hey, went My so kids quick. could get to know his kids and then me and Tom could go to lunch one time. <laughs> <laughs> That's, what I, that's I w- how I thought it was going to be. And then he, he, he killed our dream that he didn't realize was his dream also. And he went to Tampa. All right. Now he's doing early bird specials down there. Down there. Yeah. He, well, I know you're a mask guy. I don't understand. Down there in the sunshine. He doesn't care. No, he don't. He don't. I know you're a mask hole like me, unlike Brady, no, who deserted us. Stop lumping me into you to make your point trying to make yes. sense. You're being a big baby about no, it. No, I'm right? not being a baby. I'm just Athletes spitting facts. Athletes do not belong to you. Just enjoy them while they're here and then thank them for their service, just like the troops. You go off on somebody who's no longer in the Marines? No. They, they def- yeah, you used to defend no. the country. I thought you were a hero. Throw it through. Then you didn't re-up. They, no, defend, our, they defend our land. Yeah, a beautiful yeah, yeah, Massachusetts land. paying for your college education. Yeah, enjoy it. Just brilliant. That's brilliant. And you know what makes me happy? Mm. Because, obviously, world-class athlete Tom Brady leaving a city that they could just, on June 21st, on a random day, not in the football season, just go in a full-fledged, I hate Tom Brady argument, makes me feel good because the thousands of times that's happened in Cleveland with LeBron James, where there'll just randomly be a LeBron argument. It's kind of like the people that, certain types of people that have like never been dumped and then they don't know how to handle it. That's a serious that's, thing. That's absolutely the assholes. They're like, you broke up with me? I thought we had, we had this uh, partnership. It was going to be a long-term thing. We signed the dotted line. You're like, no, this is we're going to go to divorce court. Well, not not in the eyes of the Lord. Not in the eyes of the Lord, Jimmy Garoppolo. No, never that's, that. That's a, that's a forever pact. Forever. Forever. Shout out to, uh, forever, shout out ever, to Bill Burr. Forever, ever. And earlier we, we talked about the, uh, the young gentleman shooting a shot at Riley Curry, much to the dismay of the parents of Riley. But Riley was pretty... She was smiling ear to ear. Uh, we oh, also need. What girl to t- does not love the attention? Come on, right? Clay Thompson. We gotta talk about him don't before talk we get to out me. of here. Don't talk to me. Don't touch me. <laughs> Just ask, look at ask, me. Consent and respect That's is it. important. That's it. Clay Thompson. It's integral. This is the chain of events that happened during the parade yesterday. Speaking of falling and dropping things on the floor, he lost his championship hat in the ocean. Yep. He did a Michael Jackson dance in the middle of the street with the trophy. So sober. He knocked over a fan on accident. He dropped one of his championship rings on the street. Whoops. That Clay Thompson mentality. Lindsay, I'm telling you now, you could probably tell with this hour and 54 minutes we've spent together already. Mm. My whole week, I'm Clay Thompson in it up. Are you? There's no, it, it's always good to be alive. I don't need an NBA championship to feel good. No. I just, uh, just don't want to lose. Life. I don't want to lose my hats. Wanna I've lost live. a hat in the ocean. It's terrible. Same. It's the worst. I hate losing hats. I need a new hat. I haven't got a new hat in a long time. Uh, Lids, sponsorship, incoming, Blamers Perhaps, Plus. Perhaps, you used to work there. Why, oh, call up the old boss. That's why that won't happen. Oh, no, we can't use your connections? <laughs> would you want to get this hat embroidered? I would never ask. I hated that machine. I'd never do it. Oh, we'll talk about I've it later. I've never gotten anything embroidered like that. But, you know what? Sometimes we try something new, and sometimes we keep doing what we always do, which is talk sports and other things. Thank you all for joining us. You all to each other, mostly to yourselves. Use your blinker because people are dying out there, and otherwise enjoy the abyss. That is your life. We'll be back in 22 hours to interrupt said abyss. Until then, bye, friends. T 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.